Good evening. Welcome to Spotlight, a laser of artistic light cutting through the dullness of everyday life. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, the deadline date for this year's Guild looms and there are four new classes for you to sink your artistic teeth into. Kensington Arts Centre is introducing a new creative writing course. And how do you fancy drawing someone without their kit on? Or taking your kit off and letting someone draw you? I speak to New York comover Kim Graziano about the Isle of Man Drawing Club. Hello, my friend. I hope you've had a lovely day. Thank you very much for joining me tonight in this episode of Spotlight. Now, the Sherlock Holmeses amongst you will probably have picked up that I am not Howard. Although it would be understandable if you didn't. I have been told I have a deep voice for a woman. Howard is on the other side of the world in Australia, probably trying to avoid spiders the size of an elephant's face. Um, And whilst he's gone, I'm looking after Spotlight for him. I'm Rianne Evans. Lovely to meet you if we haven't met already. Welcome to the show. Uh, Starting under the spotlight today is the 2024 Manx Music Speech and Drama Festival. Founded in 1892, the Guild, as it's also known, aspires to keep up with the ever-changing times by introducing new classes every year. I spoke to chairperson of the Guild, Anne Clark, who told me more. Well, first of all, we've got a very exciting new piano class. We can have up to eight hands on the piano at the same time. Or, in other words, as many people as you can sit on the piano stool. So it can be trios, duets, quartets, it's up to you. Uh, an own choice piece, but not any of the other set pieces. It's for any age, junior or adult, or a mixture. The only stipulation is that teachers mustn't form any part of your ensemble. But anybody else, be great. We've also got a completely new class this year, which is Have a Go. And this is aimed at any newcomers to any festival such as ours. You've got to be a complete novice, really, but someone who's been dying to have a go on the Royal Hall stage. It gives people a chance to get up there and do something. Um, There's a time limit of four minutes to perform a song, an instrumental piece, a spoken word piece or a dance. And you can come and have a go and see what the festival's all about. Now, this class is not marked... We're not giving marks, but there will be adjudicators' comments. So it should be quite nice and nobody need feel nervous about entering. Then we've got a class for Little Stars, which is a class for reception age performers only. Performers must be in reception at the year of the festival and they've got two minutes to do their song, dance, drama piece or a solo instrument This class is non-competitive and it's an introduction to the festival for little ones. And all these performers will receive adjudicated comments to help them develop their talents. Um, We've also got new dance classes. We've extended the dance classes to modern dance solos for up to year six, up to year 10 and year 11 and over. So those are the new classes. And... I would like to uh, remind people of the drag class. Now, we did have a drag class which was introduced last year and it wasn't the success that we hoped for. The people who took part were very good, but we did 
we did hope for more. Mm. And I hope that this year we may get a wider selection and a few more people in because I believe the drag scene is quite vibrant. Mm -hmm. I remember you introducing that class last year and I thought it was absolutely brilliant, Uh, you know, that you introduced that class. I thought, what a fantastic step forward. Yes, well, it didn't step forward as far as we wanted it to. So this year, I hope... um, We'll give the, drag them in a bit more. Excellent, nice, <laughs> excellent pun. Yes. Um, and the the have a go class. I was I was thinking before. How do you sort of encourage people who maybe have wanted to perform in the guild for a long time, but are t- a bit too nervous about performing? But you answered my my question with that new category. I think that's such a fantastic class to introduce. Yes. Well, I hope people will have a go and not be nervous because. People who have performed at the Guild, even when they've been children in choirs, you never, ever forget being on the Royal Hall stage. And I think quite a lot of people think, I'd love to have a bash at that, but they just haven't got the nerve. But the Guild is a very friendly festival and very encouraging, and we do encourage anybody to come along. And Incidentally, while I'm saying that, if anyone wants to get more involved with the Guild, we're always on the lookout for people to help as stewards throughout the week. Um, And you can contact the Festival Secretary for more details of that. But there again, they're a very friendly lot. It's not hard work, and you're always put with somebody who, well who was supposed to know what they're doing. <laughs> but uh, it all works out very well and um, it, a good time is had by all. The closing date for entries is fast approaching. So yes. um, when do people need to have their entry in for? Well, the entries have got to be in on Saturday the 3rd of February. There is no late closing date. And uh, entry details are available on www.manxmusicfestival.org And my final question, where do you get the inspiration for the new classes that you come up with each year? Well, the the Guild is run uh, by an executive committee and uh, we have meetings, uh, sometimes known as arguments, <laughs> several times a year and we decide on that. We also take great note of what people suggest Every year we ask uh, for the audience suggestions and for competitors' suggestions, and that way we build. Uh, We're sometimes accused of not moving with the times, but the the Guild is evolving all the time. It may evolve slowly, but our motto is that evolution is better than revolution. And uh, when you look back, um, oh, say 50 or 60 years at the programmes from then, what we're doing now is tremendously advanced and we're advancing all the time. Chairperson of the Guild, Anne Clark, there. And remember, the closing date for entries is the 3rd of February. So make sure to get your entry in on time or forever live a life of regret. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. There's a common phrase that says everyone has a novel inside them. It doesn't specify whether the novel is good or not. So have you been sitting on an idea for a long time and just haven't been able to get your creative juices flowing? If so, Kensington Arts Centre might be able to help you. Before Howard went away, he spoke to the Creative Development Coordinator at the Kensington Arts Centre, Emma Goodson, who told him about a new course coming up that might whet the appetite of the creative writers amongst you. 
we are hoping to launch soon a new creative writing offer mm-hmm. um with joe being the the teacher or the project leader um and it's going to be more of a a set structured course which you will kind of pay in advance sign up and then it will be a closed group so unlike our drop-in more relaxed drop-in sessions this will be for those that really want to hone in their skills and kind of come out at the end as a as a new sort of writer established writer hopefully perhaps um so yeah we're really excited about that um definitely some of our participants that go to the drop-in sessions already on thursdays are kind of keen for that offer to be to be um out there so we will be announcing that soon and yeah we we hope that joe can come back and speak to you because she's got lots of experience and she's a very interesting person and she can tell you kind of exactly what will be on that program marvellous watch this space as they say so we'll hopefully be speaking to joe here on spotlight in a few weeks um Another offering I know being vaguely mentioned on the music. Now, obviously, people think a lot about the uh, practical side of music, playing instruments, uh, the recording side of music, your sound check, etc. But also, are you talking about music theory? Yeah, um, this is still in the early stages of planning, but we are hoping to launch a music theory offer soon. So um, maybe within the next couple of weeks. So when this goes out, we might already have announced that so do again look on our uh, social media for that but basically that will be open to children that want to learn maybe how to read music for example and um, this will be an accessible offer and there's at the moment there seems to be a bit of a gap on on music theory that's outside of school so if you need an extra support in that then Kensington Arts wants to be able to help you so yes very excited to to launch that as well brilliant and again hopefully we'll be able to bring you more on that and as uh, emma says stay in contact or take a look with the uh, social media pages 4k and you'll find all the details there do you have a, a sort of a, a, i know it's quite early doors in many ways but do, do you have a sort of vision of where you'd like to to go with with ka or sort of things you'd like to expand or such like in the future? I know it's a bit unfair because you haven't been there that, that long, so I'm not expecting to... Yeah, I mean, there's so much potential at Kensington Arts. We obviously do have quite a lot already going on, but I'm definitely wanting to, again, expand the, the offer that we have for adults because it's still quite youth-heavy at the moment. But we, we definitely, yeah, are looking to expand the offer for adults and um also i want to develop the visual art side of things i i have a fine art background i studied fine art at university as an undergrad so that's you know close to my heart and something that i'm passionate about and um kensington arts the, the building was originally douglas school of art where archibald knox was first a student and then a teacher himself so with the visual arts if we expand that program we're kind of bringing it back to the roots which i kind of like that sort of poetic it is isn't it coming full circle yes exactly 
That sounds terrific. Well, listen, lovely to talk to you and catch up. We look forward to hearing lots more exciting plans. I know there's always exciting stuff going on there, and it's great to hear some ideas you've got there going forward. And also, as you say, expanding it out in that I think it's true, people may be very much associated with youth, and it still very much is, but there's going to be more offerings for, for people of any age, really, yes. if they're, they're wanting to get into, like I said, whether it's music theory, whether it's creative writing, poetry, various other strands of the art, there's going to be more offerings coming up in in months and years to come at KA to, to help people out of any age who might be wanting to expand their artistic repertoire, I suppose we could say, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, art and creation should be for everyone, is for everyone, and we want Kensington Arts to be a place where everyone can develop their creative expression. Marvellous. So just finally then, um, people want the details. We mentioned uh, they can go online. Where's the best place to go to uh, stay up to date and see what's going on? So you can look at our website, which is kensingtonarts.im. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram. So yes, follow us on there. And... One other medium we haven't actually mentioned, which I know has been very popular over the last uh, several years and we've featured on Spotlight once or twice, is some of the digital art and working in in sort of digital formats, as it were. Yeah, so we've actually just relaunched um, Wild Track. It's now, the full title is Wild Track Digital Art Club. And that is for young people of secondary school age. And it's on Fridays from four till six and that's all about digital art so from photography to filmmaking graphic design if any of those things spark your interest then you'll probably love that offer that we have um at the moment we've just started a project on stop motion so the the group are going to be creating of small stop motion film stop motion animation and the end product is actually going to be used as kind of a bit of an advertising and an advert for kensington arts so we're going to put it on our social media Mm -hmm. and on our website so you have the opportunity to have work that you've created available uh, to the public seen by everyone yes exactly seen by lots of people possibly all over the world so that's a really exciting opportunity to get involved with kensington arts center's emma goodson there speaking with howard spotlight brought to you by the isle of man arts council and finally tonight have you ever tried life drawing i've done it once on a friend's hendu i thought it was a great uh, original idea for a hendu And I was appallingly bad at it. So bad, in fact, that one of the girls on the trip actually got annoyed with me. But I'm sure you will be a lot more successful if you decide to give it a try. Kim Graziano is the brains behind the Isle of Man Drawing Club. And she told me a little bit more about it. The Isle of Man Drawing Club is a after-work social event series, primarily offering life drawing sessions in pubs and bars and art venues across the island for artists and hobbyists to practice life drawing in a communal environment. And when you say life drawing, I'm an art novice, so what is life drawing? So life drawing is drawing from life, as in an alive thing, um, uh, usually (laughs) a human model um, with no clothes on. 
Ah, okay. Do you get many people who are happy to do that? Yes. So I've been running the club since 2017. So over the years, I've had many models. Um, Some come, some go. Some people model just once. Um, There are some people who enjoy being nude in their regular (laughs) life. So it translates well into this experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've also had people who sort of do the one-off experience. I've had pregnant models who want to celebrate their pregnant body. Um, I've had people who just said it was on their bucket list to pose nude once. And they do. And I say, please come back. Like, we need more models. Um, but yeah, over the years, I've had no shortage of people willing to take their kid off. That's really good. So how did you come up with the idea? So I am from New York originally, and I went to um, design and illustration um, uni in New York. And there were, part of that curriculum was so much life drawing. So I would do these five hour classes of just drawing models. And it was amazing. And it was so important for my art practice. Um, but also... I would do life drawing outside of school. So there is like a concept in New York called the drink and draw. I believe it was popularized by the artist Molly Crabapple, but that could be wrong. Um, But just the idea that you could go to bars and hang out with other artists and draw from models. And usually they would be, you know, like burlesque stars or a bit like alternative personalities. And it was a way to have like an after work event that was like a little bit boozy and meet some people in your community and practice your skills. Um, So I loved that concept. And I attended a few when I lived in New York. But then when I moved over here in 2016, uh, that concept did not exist here. (laughs) And I, you know, I had moved over. I was working for myself. I was trying to make friends. And I thought, great, I'll go to a drink and draw. But it didn't exist. And so I sat on the idea for about a year. Um, and, you know, I didn't know anybody. So the idea that me, a come over, was going to start this new concept seemed uh, very scary. But over the first year of living here, I met so many people and asked about life drawing and everyone sort of thought, oh, that would be a fun thing to do. And I thought, well, no one else is going to do it. So I guess I'll have to start it. Oh, I love that story. That's a really nice background story, origin story. (laughs) And what have people's responses been like? Yeah. So ever since the very first event, which was um, at that point, I didn't have models. I just wanted to start like a drawing group in general. So we met in... um, the ground floor of the British and I just said like just come there's no ticket entry Um, bring your sketchbooks and we're all going to draw each other so it ended up being more of like a networking practice drawing portraits kind of session Um, and that I just put on social media Um, we had probably 35 people at that first event and then at that event I was like okay I'm glad you're all here but what we really want to do is life drawing so I'm gonna sort this out and get back to you And so at the time, I had been taking a burlesque fitness class, and I thought that teacher would probably be a good model. So I sent her a little message being like, hello, I know this is insane. Would you like to pose naked for me and 30 strangers? (laughs) And she said, sure thing. Um, And also, I I paid her quite well. So so yeah, she agreed to pose for us. And um, I hired out the embassy room upstairs at the British, um, charged ticket hire ticket no charge tickets to cover the higher fee mm-hmm. uh, and the models fee and yeah pretty much from then we've been selling out sessions um so now i do the events on average twice a month um now we're upstairs at 1886 that's our current venue most of the time and yeah normally we have about 30 people all ages all skill levels and uh yeah we have a great time brilliant um, and you kind of touched on it then but i was going to ask 
do you do you have to be good at drawing to come to drawing club not at all so i think some people think that it's like an art lesson um but it's not it's really like a hosted guided experience but you're bringing your own art supplies um you're just sort of doing whatever you want i'm gonna lead you through i'm gonna start us off with some short poses we do a few drawing exercises we take a few scheduled breaks um but we work our way up to these longer poses and to be honest, you don't even have to follow what I'm telling you to do. It's just more of a guide. Um, you also, no one's looking at your paper. Everyone's looking at what they're doing. And at the end of the session, I tell everyone to look through all of their drawings from the night, pick their personal favorite, and then everybody sets out their drawing and gets up and go looks at everybody else's. And that is the like most fun. But you can see the range of skill levels. And some people get a little shy and just close their sketchbook and leave. And that's allowed. I'm not going to force anyone to do anything. Mm. Um, but then you see the like the art teachers from the uni who like to come. They show us all up. And, you mm. know, we have like actual animators and artists and um, architects, just all different professions, um, along with, you know, kids who are in college now trying to get that life drawing experience because... As far as I know, they don't have the offerings that I did when I was in uni. They're not having these multiple five-hour-long life drawing classes. So this is like one of the few opportunities to build your portfolio in that way. It sounds like a really lovely vibe. So what events have you got coming up? If someone is listening to this and thinks, oh, that's a bit of me, I'd like to give that a go. Where can they find out more? Well, we'd love to have you. Everyone is welcome. Um, I would say follow us on social media. We're at Isle of Man Drawing Club on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Right now, I have events published and ticketed and ready to go up until June. So it's roughly every three weeks or so you can attend. They're always on a Tuesday or a Thursday, and they're from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, on the top floor of 1886 in Douglas. Nice. And do you get lots of new people or is it predominantly regulars? That's a good question. I would say it's probably half and half. Like it's definitely a nice thing to see familiar faces. Um, I'm not great with names, so it is always embarrassing when I'm like, I've known you for years, but what's your name again? Um, So yeah, I would say it's a mix. Um, But yeah, also a lot of people just come by themselves. Like don't feel like you have to bring a friend. Um, It's all very friendly. And uh, yeah, we'd be happy to have you. If someone is new to art, but really wants to come along and you sort of mentioned bringing your own supplies, where would be a good starting point for someone to purchase those things yeah that's a good point um i think you can bring whatever you have really um if you have an ipad and an apple pencil bring that um if you bring you know paper you stole from the work printer and a biro like that's also fine (laughs) um people bring all sorts of stuff um some people over the years i've had people bring clay i've had them bring um like full watercolor paint sets like you really can bring whatever you want but don't feel like you have to bring the good stuff like just bring like an old notebook you got for your you know eighth birthday um with a pen you found like it's fine whatever you want to work with yeah. but also you know there are a couple lovely art shops around the island if you want to go for the good stuff but if you're just getting started there's no pressure to have good supplies do you have any sort of specific memories that are quite special to you in terms of your time um starting drawing club up till now i mean i've been doing it for so long that It's been like actually a really big part of my life on the Isle of Man. I feel like I've made a lot of connections through the island. Um, It's got my name out there. It's helped my own freelance business as well. Um, But yeah, especially finding the models has been really interesting because that's been uh, a way that I've actually met some of my favorite people. Um, I've met like friends who have since moved away, but we've kept in touch because they started as models. Um, 
And it's always funny when I, you know, when I'm introducing my friend to someone and they go, how do you met? And I'm like, oh, I paid for them to take their clothes off. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like really value them. But also I, I just love drawing club. Like I know I'm just I get really sentimental about it. But that feeling at the end when everyone's walking around and looking at each other's art and just complimenting each other. And they've spent four hours. Sorry. They've spent two hours being creative and making time for their creative practice and it's just, it's a lovely thing. And I, I feel like proud of it, but also it's the thing of like, even if I hadn't made it, I would attend it. Like, I'm just happy it exists. The brilliant Kim Graziano there. And that's about it for tonight's Spotlight. I say that's about it. That is it. I have no more content to fill the time with. But do remember to get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put under the spotlight. Be they poetic, theatrical, musical, literary, ceramic, sculpted, drag, film, mime, social media, interpretive dance, or any of the others I've no doubt forgotten. Just email me at spotlight at manxradio.com or if you'd like to message me directly on rianevans at manxradio.com spelled R-H-I-A-N-E-V-A-N-S at manxradio.com. So don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, head on over to manxradio.com and download the Spotlight podcast and listen where and when you want. Why not try it to drown out the incessant voices in your head telling you to eat the entire gallon of mint chocolate chip ice cream? See you next week. And until then, look after yourselves and whatever you're doing, be creative about it.